Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, Robeson is expanding its Transformers line with non-transforming robots. There's rumors of a new Masterpiece G1 character on the horizon. And fan-favorite segment KO Corner makes its return. Today is Wednesday, May 31st, 2023, and this is episode 540 of Transmission. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that noticed the live-action Little Mermaid movie was released on Friday, and we all survived. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Creator, producer, and star of Empire of Rust, editor Mike. I didn't realize we had such a hatred for Little Mermaid. I mean, we, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and Daryl, the Cybertronian beast. How's it going? Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for helping us out and continuing to help us keep the lights on. We really appreciate it, and we hope you are enjoying all the Patreon benefits. If you have not decided to sign up and would like to, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and you can sign up. We've got lots of bonus content, lots of extra stuff. We've got merchandise at the higher levels. Uh, lots of good stuff you can get in on if you become a Donatron. Speaking of bonus content, we have our bonus show, We Like Big Bots. All the episodes are available on our Patreon page featuring Daryl and Dr. Pants. So you can check those out. Got 10 episodes up there for you to like. 10 awesome big bots that they dive into. Uh, And more coming (laughs) soon-ish. We'll see. Dr. Pants has got to come back eventually. We also have this week the bonus episode of the early version of Empire of Rust, episode 102. So uh, Empire of Rust 101, the regular main show came out last week. So this week we've got the bonus show. So if you are a Donatron and you love Empire of Rust, you can get listen to episode 102 right now. Uh, And everyone else has to wait until next Monday. So it's a good deal. Now Empire of Rust episode 102 is We Built This City. We built this city with nuts and bolts. And there goes our YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Not from copyright thing, just from bad singing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I mean, well, <laughs> that was that was Mike's, Mike's title. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's all my if, if my. my Anytime Mike does a title that that is a song reference, I got to sing it. Sorry, that's, except it's in the for the contract. portal one because you didn't get it. Well, <laughs> but uh, any uh, any tease you want to do for this this episode, Mike? Uh, we we just passed episode one hundred. The team has had a major victory. So uh, how how are things going now? Yeah, we're actually kind of building up towards the end of the the second like big story arc with uh with the confrontation with Starscream. So 
we're uh, we're getting pretty close to to that point. I think another another five six episodes or so, and then we'll actually be finished with uh, like season two effectively. So, so yeah, we're we're building up pretty quick here. Nice. Is this still the same game that you started in episode one? It is. Have you not played D and D before? No, <laughs> no. Is that not <laughs> obvious? <laughs> I thought you were just a philistine or something, but well, I'm that too. But I'm also <laughs> uncultured. Oh, okay. That's it's it's so, good. It's good to be honest with yourself. That's all. <laughs> oh, I've known. <laughs> Well, um, this is it's crazy long. Like this is crazy how long this is going on. Also, we play like once a month, so it's it's not really that long. You're at 102 episodes that are an hour a piece. It's yeah. a long. It's a long time. <laughs> Transmissions is what 540 now. Yeah. And we've had some like four hour episodes. Yeah, but it's not one continuous episode or one <laughs> continuous story. This is a long, a long ass story you're telling here. Darryl, we have continuity. Just <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> are you are you not the same person living the same life that you were living ten years ago? No. Did you hit the Lots reset button. Lots has changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your story evolved. You're still in continuity, though. Dar- you're not Daryl Prime, right? You're you're not Daryl Beta, you know Daryl Beta or Sigma. You're you're from the you're from the same you're Daryl Alpha from the same. He's universe. eliminated all the other Daryls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it would if you're starting a new game or season two, right? Wouldn't it make sense to start the the numbering again. That's I mean, my, Darryl, that's, Darryl. that's my ba- my main question here. When you numbering an episode where it has continuity and you're at an episode 100, it makes it very difficult for people like me to say, I'm not listening to a hundred episodes of this. So you we're never going to listen. <laughs> if I changed the numbering to a new number one, would that get the Daryl interest? Maybe. Yeah, this, this is why Daryl likes Marvel comics. Don't don't it's Marvel. It's the Marvel. <laughs> don't don't New do it, Mike. Marvel. He's lying to you. <laughs> he's not. He's not going to listen. <laughs> Empire of Rust Volume Three, Episode One. Daryl, listen to this episode. <laughs> I'm I'm more I'm more uh, distraught that there were two Episode One Hundreds that, <laughs> that are now in the line. <laughs> That's a whole other so now, discussion, Mike. Now, 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 every episode, I'm thinking this is 102, but it's actually 103. <laughs> so yeah. You need to have the legacy numbering. In a couple like, episodes, just started doing that. Don't worry. In a couple episodes, I'll have the lost episode where we just jump from like 109 to 111. <laughs> would that be worse for yeah. you? <laughs> That'll break, Charles. That would. Yeah, that that would that would be that would be bad. There's a reason why we've had alt modes, even if there's like not, almost nothing to talk about, because he doesn't want to mess up the numbering where, you know, both shows in the week have the same last digit. That's right. I I can feel your pain, Charles. Yeah. 
All right, enough about my neuroses. Let's <laughs> let's go on with the show. <laughs> let's talk about a different set of neuroses. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so check out Empire of Rust, episode 102. The bonus version is out this week. The regular version will be out next week. So, uh, you know, it's, it keeps, train keeps going. We are uh, coming up. Uh, you mentioned the, how long the show's been going. This it'll be our your four year anniversary in July. So the we had the first episode of Empire of Rust premiered the first week of July 2019. So mm-hmm. we're going. Actually, I mentioned I did mention it on the show because we did uh, record. We started recording a bit before we released, and we gave ourselves uh, gave ourselves like a good few weeks to a couple months of lead time. So I think we started recording in in April, and then the first like the actual releases started coming out in like June, July. But okay. yeah, yeah, four year anniversary, and it coincided with the uh, the episode one hundred uh, release as well, or just a, a little before, a little after, somewhere on there. <laughs> awesome. All right, and uh, next up, we do have uh, we had a special. Let's talk Transformers uh, that is out this week so it just came out this monday uh, i talked with deepom who is a uh, podcaster on the mtr network uh, he does lots of uh like mcu related movie reviews lots all that good stuff and then also has a sports themed podcast called unanimous decision also on the mtr network so uh, i've been listening to him and, and all their shows there for a long time they do great work i think primarily focused on uh, marvel star wars a little bit of Star Trek, other stuff too. Uh, but he has uh, covered a lot of, tra- he's talked about how his love for Transformers in the past. He's been on our show uh, a few years ago as well. So I uh, wanted to have him back on particularly because he swore off the live action movies after the, after uh, the five Bay movies, which, you know, I can't blame him for that. Uh, he didn't see Bumblebee because he was just so, you know, he was the, the, the Bay movies hurt him too much. <laughs> But uh, he said that after the seeing the trailers for Rise of the Beasts, he was coming back for Rise of the Beasts. So we might get him back for Rise of the Beasts. So um, I was encouraging him to check it out. I mean, I'm, I haven't seen it either. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. So uh, we'll have to see afterwards if, if he uh, if we got him back on board. But he he's definitely a big Transformers fan. Uh, IDW Comics, they they did a, a several reviews of IDW Comics and he's got, you know, he collects also third party toys, Daryl. So he's into the third parties as well. And uh, Jeremy, he loves uh, Superman. So we talked no, a little bit about Superman. Cool. And, and uh, I've seen um, on this site they have flash reviews and stuff too. So yeah, yeah. So he's a big DC guy too, and and is is hopeful that James Gunn will save the DC universe. So uh, uh, and he has a, he he recommends uh, uh, Superman and Lois for you if you haven't started watching that yet. So, I've started, but I fell off. But now all the other DC shows are gone. So now I have space in my week. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great show. I really enjoy that. So, yeah. So check out that conversation. It was a, it was a nice, uh, long interview, and uh, I enjoyed it. So uh, check that out and let us know what you think. All right. Now, before we get into the main toy show, we do want to do our Toy Hacks $10 gift code drawing. Uh, and since it's the start of the new month, okay, technically tomorrow, June 1st, today, this show goes up on May 31st. Tomorrow will be June 1st. The code for our Toy Hacks $15, uh, 15% off, sorry, 15% off a discount at Toy Hacks is changing for the month of June. So 
Uh, we had Blaster 7 for the month of May. That expires now. And so now you can use the code rewind at Toy Hacks to still get your 15% off all your purchases at toyhacks.com. So remember, rewind. So use rewind, code rewind. I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's the new code. Use it all throughout the month of June and then we'll switch to a new one in July. So is the enjoy. theme that is the is the theme that uh, Charles took drugs before we started <laughs> <laughs> recording tonight? He's singing, he's doing sound effects. He's he's animated. What is what's going on tonight? My, Mike's here, so I'm high energy. That's what Mike's Mike's giving me <laughs> the high it. energy. Awesome. <laughs> it's cocaine. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll start on you next, Daryl. Oh, good luck. I need it. <laughs> All right. Well, and in addition to that, so we do need to pick a winner for our ten dollar gift code for the month of May. So this will gives you a $10 gift code for toyhacks.com. So you can use that $10 to buy anything you want at toyhacks.com. And you can use our code. So that gives you a little 15% addition. Uh, you know, so that $10 goes a little bit further. So uh, Jeremy, is your assistant ready to help us pick a winner? Peter, are you ready? I'm ready when you are. All right. Please have her pick a random number between one and 76. Computer, give me a random number between one and 76. 42, 42. Here's a number between one and 76. It's 25. 25. (laughs) Sorry, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Douglas Adams is, is uh, spinning in his grave. (laughs) Um, The winner is Ken. So uh, congratulations to Ken. Uh, I don't believe they're on the Discord, uh, but uh, thanks for listening and supporting us, Ken. Uh, You are going to get a $10 gift code from Toy Hacks. Be sure to spend it all in one place. Yeah, And if you're Ken and you get contacted by Daryl, congratulations. And if you don't, then sorry. (laughs) How many Kens (laughs) we have listening to the podcast? He just signed up two months ago, so he's a nice. he's a new oh, donatrion. Right awesome, cool. So, can we call him great. New Ken? <laughs> uh, sure. Is, was there an old Ken? <laughs> Ken, write in. <laughs> thank you, thank you for your support, Ken. Help me out here, Ken. Come on. <laughs> Okay, now let's uh, jump in all after uh, our, that wild intro. Let's jump into our toy show with some quick hits. Okay, and we're going to start off this week by talking about uh, Masterpiece Train Bots. And we got some images from a catalog that... Uh, I mean, these things are, uh, they're kind of not the greatest images, but they are showing off Masterpiece MPG-06 KN, KN, KN. Uh, they got, we got color images of this. And I believe it is the last train bot 
to be uh, produced for the masterpiece Raiden. And it's, I mean, it looks great. We've talked about this thing every single time that they release one of them. And the train mode, I mean, it's it's difficult to see with the extra little uh, uh, writing that's on this, but it looks fantastic. Um, and I, I have no doubt that it's going to be an amazing train mode. Um, the robot mode doesn't look shabby at all. Um, and then the component piece is just, it's part of the, I, th- I think the torso. Um, so it's not really much of anything. It's just a, a chunk of, of robot at this point. Um, but then you do get an image of the fully combined Raiden uh, on the far right. And uh, yes, it is a, a very crummy image. It's covered with yeah. some writing as well. But you do get to see uh, a, a fully combined Raiden official masterpiece uh, Raiden. So, you know, if you're one for the third party, then you're on that side. If you're one for this, then you're on this side. Uh, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm much more curious to see how big this thing is all fully combined. But it's officially uh, announced and uh, it will be coming out. So if you are building this official masterpiece Raiden, it's, uh, it's coming together. Continuing on the masterpiece train. Ah, see what I did there? Yes, yes. we're getting or at least it it looks like we're getting this is just a rumor not an official announcement but it seems like we're going to be getting a masterpiece hoist now this shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone because we already got a masterpiece trailbreaker but uh from uh an image is surfaced via uh via baidu i don't know if baidu is where's baidu Anyone know? I think this is a Chinese, Chinese social Twitter. network. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and it's released a, uh, or it showed a small image that looks like it shows some, uh, some like, fairly completed product images, including accessories and everything for a masterpiece hoist. So uh, we'll, we'll see if this uh, this rumor does turn to be official, but it's likely going to, to happen, even if these aren't official like images. It's likely going to happen at some point. Because, again, we already got Trailbreaker, so it only makes sense that we got a hoist. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it's going to come with a couple of uh, additional accessories, like the alien mask from the uh, Hoist Goes to Hollywood episode, along with, uh, looks like some... Uh, some of like the, the wrecker pieces that uh that the uh, the G one figure came with, kind of like the uh, like the claw and well, not G one, but comes with kind of like a claw kind of thing, and a little hard to tell because the image is just so so small and so like low res. Um, but yeah, looks good. And if you're looking to complete your masterpiece collection, then we're almost there. Okay, from Robeson, we've got the official announcement of the Bumblebee, uh, G1 Bumblebee figure. So this is the non-transforming Bumblebee, that but is uh, fully automated and articulated. You can control it with a smartphone app, all this good stuff. Um, we, you can't hear the audio here, but he is voiced by Dan Gilvezan. So all the uh, voice lines that this uh, robot's uh, uh, says are voiced by Mr. Gilvezan. So it is, you know, trying to hit your nostalgia brain with that G1 Bumblebee feel. Uh, doesn't transform, but 
it uh, can is superposable, can do all these automated moves, and can have a dance party with the Robus and Optimus Prime. So, uh, if you have, if you already have the Robus and Optimus Prime, you can uh, get them together and and have them hang out and do stuff. And yeah, there you go. See, there's a there's a dance party. So, um. I mean, it, it's cool. I still, I mean, I would still prefer a transform transforming. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's great as a robot, but, you know, I need it to be a transformer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you, if you are interested in this, check it out. I, I think it's going to retail for somewhere around like $500 or so. So we'll see. All right. Uh, next, we have uh, Sam Smith from the Transformers team at Hasbro has posted some behind the scenes uh, details about the Studio Series 102 uh, Rise of the Beast Optimus Prime uh, figure that they just showed off on the Hasbro live stream. Uh, this is really cool. We've got like a turnaround here of the figure. But what I thought was interesting, and I'll, I'll show you, um, we have some side by sides from the Bumblebee movie Prime. But he goes into like the tooling that was the same between the two because it's listed as a partial retool is the translucent windows and the tires. Everything else is new. I just, I just mm-hmm. thought that was funny that, you know, they had to list it as a retool because they reused the tires and the windows. Uh, but this looks like a, a pretty good figure. Um, we can see what plastics are being used and stuff. But uh, if, if you're into the movie figures, I think this is going to be a really good prime. And, you know, looking forward to seeing it in plastic. Well, we're going to continue on with the uh, the G2 theme that has been permeating in uh, recent years over in uh, the main line. Uh, we are looking at Legacy Evolution, the Toxitron Collection, G2 Mirage. And this is the first look we're getting of it. This has been kind of rumored for a little while just because of the uh, the unreleased uh, figures that we got uh, images of for in the back of that legacy book. Um, and, uh, and this is, <clears throat> this is another one of them. So this is Mirage and he's got some crazy colors. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, so this is Mirage and he has some crazy, crazy colors. He's got green and hot pink and uh, it's just wild. So this is the same mold that we got for Mirage and, and it's been done a few times now, but uh, it's not uh, nothing real special about it other than the, the crazy colors. But this would go uh, right next to that Toxitron mold uh, because uh, of the, the crazy green green colors for it. So, yeah, if you're looking forward to uh, getting some unreleased uh, figures, um, then uh, this uh, Toxitron G2 Mirage is, uh, is something to look out for. Over last week, we got the announcement of an animatronic Optimus Primal figure uh and it we have a, a video here for uh with uh with bmac showing a demo of the figure and this is looking you know really kind of interesting uh this is a 12 and a half inch figure uh that it is kind of reminiscent of the way like robeson has designed it's like optimus it's uh, original optimus prime figure uh, where they can stand up, it can transform. It's got plenty of lights, sounds. Uh, it's got uh, a voiceover kind of stuff with it as well. Uh, and it's just a a really kind of interesting looking 
like figure with a, a lot of a lot of stuff happening with it. Uh, it's not a it's not controlled by like an app or anything like that, and it's not going to to walk around like the Robeson ones are. But yeah, uh, transforms and and yeah, uh, I don't think we have anything uh, released in terms of pricing information yet. But if you're interested in the figure, we have a a pretty good demonstration of this uh, this figure. So yeah, I think it's going to be like a hundred and. 25 or somewhere in that price range i heard somewhere okay but is that is that just like a rumor or is that an unofficial yeah, I, I can't thing? remember where i saw that it, it's not listed here but judging from everything they're trying to make it do it's going to be over a hundred dollars i'm sure oh yeah yeah and, certainly and the voice that they got to be the voice of optimus primal there is horrible it, it's not <laughs> it's not gary chalk and it's not ron perlman and I don't know. I, he just—it doesn't seem as enthusiastic as you would expect an Optimus Primal voice to be. I wouldn't go as far as to say it's—it's it's unpleasant or bad. It's no. certainly not familiar, though. It, well, it—it it just—it's not enthusiastic. And Optimus Primal was—he always had that kind of enthusiasm in his voice. Mm. I mean, we'll see what Ron Perlman does, but you know, the the robot mode does resemble the original G One Beast Wars Optimus Primal. <laughs> It is a very simplistic transformation, uh, comparatively like speaking. To yeah. it's, uh, it stands up. Its legs extend. The 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 big monkey head kind of just like flips over to reveal the the robot face, and uh, a couple of like, pieces in the chest will open up. Uh, so a very simplistic transformation, but still a very interesting looking kind of approach to this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have our first look at a upcoming shattered glass hot rod or Rodimus, I guess I should say. So um, this is, uh, this is not officially announced yet by Hasbro, but it's pretty clear that this is based on the studio series hot rod figure. So it's a redeco of that figure being produced as a shattered glass uh, character. So we've got the evil hot rod with the goatee. Of course, the goatee, the goatee is how you can tell they're evil folks. So look right down there. You see all those guys goatees, right? I, I have a nice full <laughs> beard, not a goatee. The only person on this podcast who's got a goatee is Daryl. <laughs> Therefore, he's the evil, evil version. I, I am evil. Yep. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> I admit it. Again, you should know you you should know yourself, right? <laughs> I've done a lot of personal it, introspective work. <laughs> so <Okay>. it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting to see that the shattered glass line is continuing. I mean, we did, we just had the Grimlock uh, announced. So uh, we looks like hot rod is, is next up. It does not look like they are doing anything with comic pack-ins. I mean, I know IDW doesn't have the license anymore, but I thought they might. With a new licensee, maybe continue comics, but doesn't look like that's happening. Looks like they're just going forward with the figures. Um, so I guess we'll see when uh, when this one is announced officially and then uh, is available. So if you're interested in Shattered Glass, I mean, the Studio Series Hot Rod is a great figure. So if you wanted a hot, an evil Hot Rod as a Shattered Glass figure, this is the one I think that to base it on. So, you know, if you're interested, take a look. All right, and we have um, news from the 51st 
51st annual J.P. Morgan Global Technology Media and Communications Conference. Uh, why do we have coverage of that? It's because Hasbro CEO Chris Cox was um, speaking there. And uh, of note in Transformers, he, he mentioned that uh, they're, they're excited about the tracking for the Rise of the Beast movie. But also, um, as a toy toy line, Transformers in the, the down market is up 8 or 9% year to date. And uh, with the movie coming out, they've you know been seeing it, you know, sales be pretty strong in March and April. So you know, that's pretty cool. And then also he was asked about the um, Hasbro and Mattel uh, kind of collaborations that they've been doing. And he basically sees their brands like Transformers and D&D similar to how other companies have like, you know, IPs like Star Wars and, um, you know, any other licensable IP. So he was like Hot Wheels. You know, it makes sense. They, they make um, they make cars for many different uh, IPs. It would make sense to have Transformers Hot Wheels. And, um, you know, with their Monopoly game and Mattel has the Barbie movie coming out, it makes sense to brand a Monopoly Barbie uh, game. So, you know, it, it's, it's really cool how they're, you know, he's talking about this now and they're um, able to use their, their brands. They're, they're not just holding everything in house. They're going out to where other companies have their strengths where Hasbro might not and taking advantage of that. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we got another interview here to talk about, and that is also uh, with somebody from Hasbro, and that's uh, Ben or BMAC uh, that we've come to know him as from the Hasbro design team. Uh, he is uh, talking with uh, the um, Adventures in Collecting podcast, and uh, he uh, discusses how uh, they ask him about how uh, Sam Smith and Evan Brooks uh, work with, with their inspirations. He talks about the uh, the studio series uh, Rise of the Beast Optimus Prime, which we just talked about. Um, and then uh, he talks a little bit about the HasLab Death Saurus. Um, and uh, he says he can, uh, it'll be coming, uh, you'll be seeing something about it soon and more or less expecting it around SDCC. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's about an hour long and uh, you can uh, check it out. Uh, uh, follow the link in the show notes. Well, this is not an interview, but we found a piece of merchandise uh, at a Target over in California. And it's Transformers themed Band-Aids. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's the story. That, that's that's it. <laughs> well, they're not Band-Aid brand. They're just adhesive bandages. Yeah. <laughs> Still Band-Aids for me. Yeah, I mean it's it's Prime and Bumblebee with some fairly unique artwork that I've I've never seen before. And yeah, band-aids. Use a and Kleenex target. to wipe up your tears while you Xerox your band-aids. <laughs> I'll I'll just drink a coke and <laughs> <laughs> That's only in the south where everything is a coke. <laughs> I I, uh, I bring that with me everywhere. <laughs> but yeah if you're in california or uh 
just keep an eye open at targets anywhere and you might find some band, some transformers band-aids if you are interested they're a dollar and you get 14 of them so okay last uh quick hit we've got another robeson figure and this is an optimus prime but not the optimus prime they already released this is a specifically rise of the beast optimus prime Automa- uh, automated robot uh so you can see there it's it, and again this is an- another non-transforming robot so it is uh very much uh, modeled after the rise of the beast version of optimus prime uh so we will see that in action in theaters next week but here you can uh see this robeson toy uh that i believe will have the same controls will have be you would be able to control it with your smartphone and can do lots of different poses and be heavily articulated and automatically move but it does not transform uh so yeah i mean robeson i i i you know i i see you're you've you've got a good relationship with hasbro you're bringing out transformers but please let, let's let's stick to the transforming robots if you want to do if you want to make transformers transform them but convert them <laughs> No, no, I don't. I don't work question, for Hasbro. Yeah, real question is: Can it have a dance party with the other Optimus Prime and Bumblebee? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that point. That is unclear. We'll see. <laughs> or have it play basketball with the other Optimus Prime. Going for a layoff. All right, that's all our quick hits. Now. Uh, we are bring as we mentioned at the beginning of the show in the intro, we're bringing back a classic uh, segment. So we're going to finish up uh, the toy show before we get to trips to the store. We're going to finish up the toy talk with a return of the knockoffs at KO Corner. That's great. <laughs> we're out of practice. We're out of practice. Yeah. So. I mean, so I, I played it for Daryl because I know he loved it. I do. It's <laughs> it's just great. Uh, so this time we have uh, Cracktastic Plastic to thank for this one because uh, we got a post in our Discord. If you're not part of our Discord, it's free. Why aren't you part of our Discord? It's we don't charge anything for it. It's not a it's not a special tier that you have to get to in our Patreon or anything. Like that. It's a free Discord to join, and you get to hang out with us and chat about all kinds of crazy stuff and. Submit things that it may end up on the show, like this one. Like I said, Cracktastic Plastic sent us this link, and it is a G1 Devastator that uh, has shown up on the uh, the site called Timu. And uh, this is uh, uh, like, I don't know, it's kind of like an Alibaba kind of site. It's, uh, it's probably buying from them and then kind of reselling i guess i don't know but i don't know how it works but either way it's they're all knockoffs and we know it um i gotta the price that they're charging for this is a little hefty but that's uh, not a knockoff price it doesn't (laughs) it seems it seems a little heavy for a knockoff that does so either way uh as far as uh like uh devastators go have you ever wondered if you know, I like Devastator, but the green is too much, and I didn't want to go to the G2 for the yellow or the orange. But what if I could get them in black or or white? Uh, you know, well, this is this answers that question because you can now buy G1 Devastator in black and white. So um, not at the same time. Maybe it's black and purple, and then white and purple. So 
it's uh it's it's kind of neat to see them in this the black one looks pretty sharp actually I, i'm really quite fond of that one so um but yeah it's uh it's it's really neat to be able to to see this this site is also i mean you can fall down a bit of a rabbit hole here and uh, and start checking out a bunch of other ko's uh and a lot of them are much better priced than this um but uh like some of the more uh uh more known uh, G1 KOs uh, over the years have been the G1 Dinobots. And uh, frankly, they're quite cheap to get into. Uh, I wouldn't recommend this site for that, uh, but uh, you can generally find them for like 20 bucks a piece. And uh, they're, they're awful. But uh, if, if yeah. you wanted, if you just wanted to, you know, open up something that looked like a G1 figure, um, you know, originally, cause it comes in original G1 packaging too. Uh, that is obviously KO'd. So yeah, uh, yeah, check it out if you're if you're interested in something like this. Uh, we, uh, you know, thanks to Cracktastic Plastic for for sending the link along. And if you have anything else that uh, kind of qualifies as a KO corner topic, uh, we want to hear about it. So send it along. For, for those not the... watching, the... sorry, for those not watching the video, the price is seventy five dollars. Seventy five dollars yeah. for G one Constructicons. Yeah. Mm. I... <laughs> I love how the the box art shows the green one and the actual toy is white and purple though. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> well they they just they just copied the box art. They didn't actually like do any work to <laughs> to make Yeah, their couldn't own they just like or... photoshop it or something? I mean seriously. That that requires time and effort and this is just a knockoff. That's the whole point is it's knocked off. So Eh. What's with the the Transformers? Is like, is part of it blacked out? Is that are they trying to defeat the copyright by just like drawing a line through Transformers or something? I don't understand what's going on there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think so. I assume yes. that if you were to buy this, the uh, the box would come and it would say Transformers like normal. So. Yeah, uh, I think they're just trying to not be sued. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I don't think that would hold up in court, but they're in China, so probably it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, well, that's our KO Corner. That's the end of our toy talk for this week. So let's move on to Trips to the Store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. And Trips to the Store is brought to you by our friends at TeePublic. So you can check out our merchandise store at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. You can buy cool transmission shirts like the ones we have on here. Uh, or you can buy anything from TeePublic using our link, and that still helps out the show. So that's that's not a transmission shirt, Daryl. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check out uh, if you want to buy any shirts from TeePublic. TeePublic has a, lots of awesome T-shirts there. Uh, anything you can buy, you can use our link, transmissionspodcast.com slash shop, and that will give us a little bit of a kickback on there. Uh, and, of course, you should look for the sales at TeePublic. TeePublic offers sales several times every month, 35% off all their merchandise. So um, just wait for those sales and then use our link and help us out. Okay, now let's show off the stuff we got this week. We're going to start it off with Daryl. Oh yeah, I got uh I got some comics to show this week. I was 
there's a um uh like a comics auction canada web uh like a facebook group that i joined and generally i just use it to kind of find perhaps deals on like marvel comics and stuff like that that i'm using to fill runs or whatever maybe i'll get a a key issue that uh, i need but uh one came up and i'm like wait a minute this guy's got transformers comics in there so i went and i uh, went through them and and i picked up uh five five comics so these ones were ones that i needed that uh I picked up and uh, it was interesting to see these in a, in a North American uh, auction. Uh, so this is the UK issue number one twenty six uh, at Ratbats command um, came from August the 15th, 1987. I the believe one, that's a reprint of uh Issue 29, maybe 30. The one where the throttle bots were, uh, had to, uh, attack, uh, Bumble or Goldbug and, uh, you know, stop the Scraplets infection there. That, uh, that appears like it's what's going on on the cover. Yes. Um, next one is number 146. This is junk, uh, culture. And this came out in on uh, January second, nineteen eighty eight, and this has uh, uh, Death's Head on a cover, as well as Cyclonus, and looks like a junkie on saying "Good day." <laughs> what issue is that, Charles? Well, that's a UK exclusive, so that's not that's not in the US run. <laughs> Death's Head didn't make it to the US run. <laughs> um, the next ones, uh, I were in the same auction and. I didn't know about these, so I picked these up, and there's three of these, and apparently there's a fourth, too, that I now have to find, which is going to screw with my head for a while until I find it. Um, but these are Action Force comics, so these are the G.I. Joe comics from the UK, and because I couldn't call them G.I. Joe. So these are Action Force numbers 26, which is a Transformers crossover with Action Force. Yeah. Um, so 26, 27, and 28. And I oh know, I guess I went backwards. Sorry. So 24, 25, and 26. So this is 24. Um, so then there's Megatron on the front. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so pretty cool. I didn't know that they had a crossover, uh, for Action Force. And, uh, yeah. Do you have these, Charles? No, you. I'm gonna <laughs> have to sure break that, into your house and steal them. Are you sure that's not reprinting like a Marvel or like a Transformers GI Joe crossover? No, the the only the only Transformers GI Joe crossover was uh, the one like the the four issue limited series from the '80s, and then like the the three or four issues that were that introduced Generation Two. Uh, mm-hmm. So that is that that. That issue with Megatron's face blown off, that is neither of those uh, situations. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's a, that's a situation, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take a look at these. I will attempt to get uh, issue 27 is the, now the one I'm missing. So, because uh, that is the last part of the, the four-part uh, crossover. So, yeah. So that'd be cool. And uh, And I'm still looking for, like, 200 and 
75 more UK Transformers comics. So you'll get there. <laughs> One or two at a time. I'll, I'll eventually get it. Yeah. Your no gr- your grandson will continue the will, will complete the series. <laughs> That's right. Or I'll break into your house. <laughs> I don't have them all. I'm a little bit ahead of you, but I don't have them all. <laughs> all right. Uh, Jeremy, you're up next. All right. Uh, I got nothing new, but when I was looking for some stuff to show off, I like found a few that fit a theme. So we're going to go through a few of my Thundercrackers, starting with my original G1 Thundercracker that is in horrible, horrible condition. <laughs> oh, my Yikes. This, this is just, this has been played with the death and That's yeah so i i, I lost the the wings early <laughs> on and stuff so most of my playing with this was without the wings put it put it to bed buddy <laughs> it's done <I> know. <laughs> but then uh i have Jeremy, a, we're going to convene the, the transformers fan tribunal you're, you're on trial for <laughs> for cruelty to, cruelty towards a g1 figure hey, that's right when when you're a you know a kid that I don't know you don't have a lot of them and I don't know I just play likes to throw until, things apparently I don't know but <laughs> two stickers are still in decent shape oh, good you you've poked holes in them though well, <laughs> yeah I did <laughs> anyway a, be- a better looking toy here I have um classics mm. which uh, i do have the other missile that's missing but this uh, the launcher over here just will automatically spit it back out for some reason but um classics thundercracker is much better like great figure yeah good figure um mm. and this is the one that they released after the botcon exclusive thundercracker in 2007 and then i, I remember when this one came out in mainline a couple of years later, people were so upset, but this is more color accurate anyway. And yeah, they, they're not going to not release a Thundercracker in mainline if they have stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have the, the war for Cybertron one since the studio series gamer edition is coming out. This is my original war for Cybertron Thundercracker. Um, looking forward to seeing their, their secrets from the game. And then the last thing I want to show off is not a Thundercracker, but it is a, a blue plane. And I'm sure at some point as a kid, I probably thought this was Thundercracker. But this is a GoBot Leader One. This is a a, mm-hmm. a blue version of Leader One. So I figure showing off blue planes, I'll show <laughs> off a GoBot. So that's, that's not Thundercracker? No. I had no idea. I mean, look, it, easy to confuse the two, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. So. Anyway, that, that's what I got this week. Okay, I'm going to go next. And so this is not technically a Transformer, but it is made by Hasbro, and it does convert into something else. This is my... Mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons, Diceling. You got it, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, this is Thembershaw, the 
Red Dragon from the movie. And uh, it does open up into. Although he's I one thing I'm disappointed in is that it is not like the super fat version of the of the dragon from the movie. Like the the dragon in the movie was a chunky boy. And this one is just a regular red dragon. So. Let me get him up there. It does have it has information in those things. Complicated, easy. It's not it's not super complicated, but you do have to rotate the torso, uh, turn the legs a little bit. So, I mean, it's 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 decent. It's Hmm. uh, you know, it's not it's not completely just it's just a shell former with the, um, you know, the the dice faces uh, as the, um, you know, on the outside. So. Yeah. So there he is. This is uh Bembershaw, the evil red dragon. It's and the w- the wings are still probably the... to use as a real die. No, definitely not. <laughs> um not but, in my uh, game. But, but the mouth the mouth opens. I mean it's it's a it's got a little little articulation there, so yeah. the mouth opens and closes. I think it looks really wings... good as a, a dragon. Yeah. I've been looking for one of those to use it during uh, like my magic games just to keep the dice on the table for like life counting. And then whenever somebody's turn is taking forever, I'll just reach over and just start messing with my die. So, (laughs) and just for reference, this is the size of a normal 20 sided die. So you can see it's uh, not to, not to scale, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) it's, uh, it's cool. Yeah, so I actually I was surprised. I ran into these at my local Target. They were just sitting on the shelf. They had a beholder there too, so I, I had to decide whether I wanted to get the dragon or the beholder. I thought, well, if I'm going to get one Dungeons and Dragons diceling, I got to get a dragon. So that's why I picked the uh, I picked the Thembershot here. So and I, I did I enjoy the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, check out the movie. Um, it's I think it's on streaming now. It's on Paramount. I think so. Uh yeah. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. And yeah, this the Dicelings are cool. I mean, they should just call them Transformers. It's owned by Hasbro. It's a Hasbro property. It transforms. It should have been a, a Transformers collaboration. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I there are know, other non Hasbro transforming things out there, you know, Charles. Hey, you're right. Dungeons and Dragons is on Paramount Plus. So I mean that's that's fine, but this if it's a, if it's owned by Hasbro and it it transforms, just call it a transformer. Keep that trademark going, you know. All right, well, that's what I got. There he is. Yep, there's there's Dungeon Dragons on Paramount Plus. Check it out. Enjoy. And uh, Mike, we come to you. You have uh, the final position, and I believe you have some things to show us. I do. I had a bunch of uh, pre-orders that I had put in like months back finally arrive uh, over the last like month or two. So I'll show off what uh, what I found. And I actually did find one or two things in, uh, in the store, too, which is kind of nice. A very atypical experience for me nowadays. I found the. The Pretender Bomb Burst. Oh, nice. Yeah. First time and only time I ever saw him in stores. I found him in uh, my local Target. Nice. 
I've always I've tried to to pick up like the Pretender stuff like when it's come out, and I have the uh, the iguanas back there, but I can't imagine they're going to put a whole lot more of those things out. So you know, I'll grab with uh, with what I found and be happy with that. I found Point Blank. Ah, cool. Legacy Point Blank. That's pretty awesome. Uh, as far I, I've always loved the design of Point Blank uh, out of all the the, the old Target Masters. Uh, just because like the, the big kind of ridiculously oversized like uh, 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 shoulder pads that he has on there. I really just love the look of that. So, 80s, out of all, uh, 80s shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I was at a, a store called uh, the Toy Vault over in Rhode Island, and I found a used Studio Series Blur for like 10 bucks. Oh, nice. His, uh, his back arm thingy is a little floppy, but it's okay. He's still a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and the last two, and this is something that I think you'd appreciate, Charles. I think all of you will, but especially Charles. The two Junkion uh, weaponizers from uh, Legacies. Uh, scrap Hook. Heap, hook, whichever hook, one it is. It's, it's officially hook, but in our hearts, we know it's heap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the motorcycle crash bar. Nice. Yeah. Good figures. I like them. I haven't done as much with like the mixing and matching as I as I want to, because I really love like that play pattern. But I'm glad they arrived. And yeah, now I have a representation of Charles's character for uh, for my shelf. Nice. <laughs> and that is what I got. All right. Okay, well, that'll do it for Trips to Store, and we will finish up the show with some convention news. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. Uh, Stockfest mm-hmm. Northwest, which is going to be July 8th, 2023 in uh, Kent, Washington. Uh, they have announced that they're going to have an exclusive figure and it's limited to 30 figures and they are going to have a uh, drawing based on all pre-registered adult attendees, dealers, dealer helpers, and volunteers. Uh, this is excluding family members of the ordin- or- organizing team. So uh, they're going to draw um, one entry in the drawing and then if you don't want to purchase it you shouldn't enter the lottery so you know it looks like um they're going to have the names displayed and then people can go and get it and um i think that's a pretty fair way of doing uh, like a limited figure like this and and the figure they're doing is a generation zero wheelist jack which is a cybertronian mode wheeljack and this is a custom figure that, uh, I mean, very, very, very kind of simple. It's not like they can go with um, some third-party manufacturer like uh, TFCon can. Uh, but, you know, getting one of 30 of this this figure, which is really cool. Um, it's made by Blue Forge Designs. And the box art is made by a local artist, uh, Ashley Hivick which um, pretty cool. So 
let's check this out. If you're going to be going there, I know we have Apollo said she's going to have a dealer table or like an, uh, she's going to have an artist table there. And, you know, Mike Seibert's always there. So, um, you know, looks to be a good show. And then they also announced that they're going to have shirts this year. That's one of the big design or big things that people have been asking. And they've announced their shirt design. And also it is a via T public. So you can get it on mugs and whatever, and you can use our link transmissions, slash shop and go and buy yourself a side best shirt. So, uh, go and check that out. We'll have a link in the show notes. And then, uh, finally we have a, uh, TFCon Toronto has announced that Aaron Archer, longtime transformers designer is going to be attending the show. Um, he has been there many times and, uh, it's great to see him back. And, um, I don't know if they're going to do any kind of special, like he's, he's on workshops in the past. Uh, I'm not sure if he's doing that this year, but I'm sure there will be more news coming on that. So that is what we have for convention news. Wow. So Cybefest is the week before TFCon Toronto. Yeah. So, so. Hmm. all these conventions are very happy that the movie's release date was in June and not July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that's all our convention news. And I think that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. As always, at the end of every episode, we give a shout out to our masterpiece donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support us at the highest level on Patreon. And we really appreciate that. So that's why we give them a mention in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82. You are awesome and we really appreciate your support. And uh, as we end the show, uh, Mike, anything you want to plug before we get out of here? And of course, uh, we can mention Empire of Rust, but anything else you'd like to show, you'd like to talk about as well? Just uh, you can take a look at my Instagram page at uh, Minervian. Uh, I do some toy photos. I haven't done them in a while, but again, tend to get back to it. Uh, now that the weather is getting warmer, it's uh, a lot easier to get outside and actually do some photography. So yeah, uh, that's at Minervian, M-I-N-E-R-V-I-O-N. And of course, check out Empire of Rust here on the Transmissions Network. Awesome. Transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. I didn't say that already. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thanks again for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, all. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. <laughs>